You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Hey everybody, a uh, word of caution before you listen to today's episode. Uh, this is a uh, letter Kenny themed episode, which means it will focus on adult subject matter present in the show Letter Kenny. It's an explicit episode, so we won't be bleeping the swears as we usually do. So consider this episode R rated. Um, so starting now, uh, this will be a R rated episode. So if you have a problem with that, please shut it off or Get yourself a f***ing puppers. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hey, welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name's Ken. I'll not really be the host today, but I want to introduce everybody at the table. So, first of all, Jeff, my co-host, how you doing? Oh, not so bad, and you? Uh, not so bad. And uh, you probably read by the uh, show's introduction, this is a Letter Kenny episode, so we're going to be exploring one of our favorite shows, Letter Kenny, and uh, providing the questions today, Emily Baker, sitting across from us in studio. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How about you? Great. And uh, you usually come to our uh, our trivia night over at Brixie's Bar and Grill. Yeah, I'm abandoning my team tonight, but I think they'll be okay. Well, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us here in the studio. And thank you for your support as you are a cruiserweight champion. So thank you for that. My pleasure. And uh, coming over Skype is Matt Doherty, assisting Emily with the hosting duties. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good now. How are you? Not so bad. And uh, I understand you're from Baldwin, Wisconsin? I am. Is yeah, that the, love, the great state of Wisconsin where we uh, typically don't have much interaction with Illinois people. But, you know. <laughs> is, is Baldwin, Wisconsin the area of Wisconsin where you get into road rage incidents? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Alec Baldwin. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ABCs. Yeah, there Always you go. Always be... Closing. Always Baldwin. Yeah, always Baldwin closing. And uh, you're all, always be a cruiserweight champion. I think that's I what am. it stands for because you're also a cruiserweight champion. Proud of it, damn it. Yeah, thank you so much for your support. My pleasure. And uh, you guys have cooked us up a uh, great Letter Kenny themed game. Um, I think 
it's a full game, so the rules should be the same as uh, every other week. Mm-hmm. Which means so, we're going to get our money's worth out of Darren today. Yeah, so. that's right. Let's toss it to the rules guy, Darren. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on 5 categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. The cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. I feel like you put a little Canadian accent on it today. Did you get that vibe? Yeah, I felt a boot right. Alright. Well, uh, whenever you guys are ready, take it away. I know you guys uh, worked on these questions together, so thanks mm-hmm. so much for uh, coming up with these. Yeah, of course. Um, all right, I'm going to be doing your round one for you guys. Um, Wait, is this Matt or is this Emily talking right now? Um, <laughs> it's a little bit tough. Oh, it's know. Emily. We're just okay. indistinguishable. Right. I'll try to sound like Emily a little bit. No, <laughs> That's no, That's exactly sorry. what I sound like. <laughs> all right, your uh, category for question one is allegedly... Um, a running gag throughout Letterkenny is about two characters, now that I'm allowed to swear I can say it, uh, fucking an ostrich. Much debate has been had about how exactly that could happen. Name the two characters that allegedly did this, although it's almost not worth thinking about. So, Jeff, should we should we play together on these versus versus the? Uh... Yeah, you might want to. There's some there's some in here that are pretty easy and some I that feel are really bad tough. Now. Should we go yeah. bad? Should we play together versus the listener? Sure. All right, that's what we'll do. We're gonna steal the show idea of AJ Masses beat my guest, and you can play against us. Yeah, there so. we go. All right, sounds good. So um, let's see. So Boots is one of the guys, right? Or it could be. I'm trying to remember. The ginger, the ginger. <laughs> ginger. <laughs> I think that's who it is. I think it's the ginger and a guy named Boots. I don't remember this one at all, so I'm gonna have to go on with you on that all one. Right, the ginger and Boots. It is the Boots and Ginger. Ginger and no boots and the ginger boots and go. the ginger all right um, some theories include that it was two people possibly even three or that it was a sick ostrich and you so. gotta uh, otherwise Alleg- you gotta hold the ostrich <laughs> down allegedly allegedly this is Alleg- all hearsay <laughs> squirrely dan would always input allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. And that's what i appreciate about you is that what you appreciate about me it is <laughs> all right take guys. about 20 off of that there but <laughs> All right, guys, question two. Uncle Eddie was a great guy. When Uncle Eddie leaves some cash for Katie and Wayne to spend, they hold a Shark Tank episode about how to spend the money. They hear pitches from everybody in the town. Who seemed to host the show without being asked? Oh, I believe that's Bonnie McMurray. Is that right? Yeah. All right. But she she keeps coming in, right? Yeah, she keeps like they're they're shooting it outside the barn, mm-hmm. and she keeps like yeah, cutting it a shot. And then oh, Bonnie <laughs> McMurray. It is Bonnie McMurray. All right. Yep. Great episode. They do all they all pitch like local versions of other TV shows like Intervention, mm, The Bachelor, that's right. Storage Wars, <laughs> <laughs> and then Duck Dynasty. All right. But the best is when Glenn does the voice episode. That that is my favorite yes. one. He's that's so yeah. That's you know bad. you know what I appreciate about Emily? She came mm-hmm. into the studio with a batch of vegan cookies right here for me I to did. enjoy. And Jeff, I think you can enjoy them too because they're pretty goddamn delicious. Probably. I got everything I need right here. All right, he's got he's, <laughs> he's got, got some puppers. Is got that spotted cow? Beers. 
Oh yeah, I live oh in Wisconsin. God. That's pretty much all I drink. I'd kill someone for a Then my drink, right my drink, my wife drank all my spotted cows, so my backup is Miller High Life, the champagne. Champagne of beers. <laughs> all right, sponsored by Spotted Cow and Miller <laughs> exactly. High Life and Puppers. And Puppers. It's a real beer. Um, all right, question three. Um, the category is: We're going to the weekend show. It's Tuesday. No, the weekend is here in three days. Yeah. No, I mean the weekend is here today. No, it isn't. When Stuart starts spending more time with Katie in the first episode of season two, Devin and Roll don't approve and tell Stuart that Katie's got you totally brainwashed, man. What does Devin attack Stuart with in a jealous rage? Stuart. Stuart. Oh, I don't know this one at all. We had to we had to fall sometime, Jeff. Yeah, we did. I'm surprised it was three questions in though. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> does it help so it's, it's if good. I tell you that he stabs him? No. Something. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Something probably not worthy of stabbing somebody with. And I don't mean in a way like where it wouldn't, Some, it just wouldn't a, get the job done. A fork? Done. Something that's very cheap in Canada because they have something that America doesn't have. Hockey sticks. <laughs> <laughs> think, think maybe cheap healthcare. Health, healthcare. A scalpel? That's, that's all. I think that's all I'm gonna give you. Yeah. yeah they don't have, they don't, we're gonna go. They don't have pharma. They don't have pharma, bro, to jack up the price on this. No. Oh, a uh, 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 hypodermic needle. Just go for it, Emily. It's it's an epipen. Oh. They all keep epipens <laughs> right. in their pockets. <laughs> Pull them out and pop the cap off. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. It's a great one. I have an epipen, and every time I, I look at it, I think of that episode. Yep. But that's like a $400 stabbing here. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. A lot cheaper there. Question four. Wheel, snipe, Sally boys. Everyone knows that Angie is one hell of a puck bunny who tears Jonesy and Riley's team, the Letterkenny Irish, apart. But what no-face recurring character tears apart the Shamrockettes in season five? You want to go ahead and give your balls a tug and answer this one? <laughs> <laughs> why, why would I do that, Shorzy? All right, so we're going with uh, Shorzy. There you go, it's Shorzy. Also played by uh, Jared Kiso, I mm-hmm. believe, who plays Wayne. Well, yeah, he's voiced by him. I don't think allegedly. No, allegedly, <laughs> you don't think he does the body? I don't. I think he has a, another person doing the body, but I can't remember. I kind of hope he does the body because I like the way he skates. <laughs> Maybe I forgot about that when he's the ref. Yeah, <laughs> really I, I aggressive think, I think skating. He does, I think he does the body. He might. But only uh, only Jared Kiso really knows. He definitely does the voice. He definitely does the voice. All right, guys. Question five. So, gentlemen, are you ready to join the hard right? In season five, <laughs> hard right Jay comes to town in an attempt to prevent the junior soccer team, the Letter Kenny Chiefs, from changing their name. The team ends up going with the Rough Riders after the online poll is canceled. Second place in the online poll was the Muff Riders. What team name was in third place? To be fair, it made more sense by far. To be fair. 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 Um, so it made more sense. By far. By far. Did it? Did it? What? Did it just stay as the Chiefs? Was that the third place? I can't remember. Shall we just say the Chiefs? Yeah, that's fine. All right, the Chiefs. <laughs> it's the Letter Kenny Footfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how do I not remember that? <laughs> so distracted by um, Jay Baruchel's magnificent yeah. performance. It should have been in first place on account that it has foot in the title, is what they say. Uh, right. Fourth place uh, was between, it was a tie between the big Nickelbacks and the 69ers. <laughs> so close. So close. 
gosh. Yeah. All right, guys. Question six. Pump the brakes. Squirrely Dan often references things he has learned from Professor Trisha. What class does she teach? Is that a women's studies teacher? Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah, women's studies. Or is it like feminism or... No, I think it's women's studies. It's something in that vein. Yeah, women's studies. Mm-hmm. It is women's studies. And he finally Squirrel- gets a pencil case. <laughs> Squirrely Dan is so enlightened. I really appreciate he him. He's woke. Is that what you appreciate about him? I do. <laughs> All right, guys. Question seven. Trouble down at the Ag Hall. The local auctioneer, Jim, can't catch a break. What does McMurray continuously say Jim's last name is? Maybe it was a Freudian slip. I can picture the guy. It's the guy with the cowboy hat. The yeah. super tall guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't is remember. he the one who also administers Dick, the adult Dickers, spelling bee? Dickerson? Yes, yes. Dick, Dick, Dicker? It's something <laughs> like that. It's like Dickman? Dickerson? I'm not, I don't remember. Dicklicker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, Dick, Dickman? It's got to be something like that with the Freudian slip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Mr. Buttlicker from from The Office. <laughs> Bill Buttlicker. Buttlicker. Right. Prices have never been lower. Dickerson. <laughs> let's say let's say uh, Dick Dickerson. Okay. All right, Dickerson. You guys are dancing around it. Um, he calls Jim Dickens Dickskin. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> So close. Dance, just dancing around Dick's skin. Yep. As per usual. Mm. Normal <laughs> Monday night. All right. It's not the first time today you guys have danced around Dick's skin. <laughs> All right. This one is a little complicated, but I can clarify if needed. Um, so the, the category is I'll be plenty hydrated when I'm drinking champagne out of my 10th title trophy. <laughs> what word did Katie spell correctly to win her 10th Letterkenny adult spelling bee in season five? If you answer this correctly, I'll give you the option to spell it. And if you spell it right, I'll give you 15 points. But if you spell it wrong, I'm only going to give you five. Mm. Or you can choose not to spell it and take your 10. I don't even remember what word it was. What was the one that uh, Stuart spelled wrong? Yeah, I mean, it was the same word. So. The same word? Yeah. I didn't know if that would work a different part of your brain. Uh, I don't remember. Um, I had that weird... Uh, no, I, I have no idea on this one. Yeah, I'm not. Let's say it was the word fugue. (laughs) 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 All right, we can go with fugue. That's what I'm in today. Uh, All right, guys, it is triskaidekaphobia. Yep. So remember that. Silent I after the K A. Gotcha. Yep. Katie Katie spells it correctly, but then um, Stuart takes over because they thought she spelled it wrong. Gotcha. And then she spells it correctly. Stuart. 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 All right, question nine. Chirp away, boys. When Jonesy and Riley moved to the senior hockey team, they gained some intimidating teammates. Five of those teammates seemed to enjoy speaking in turn. For two points each, name those five players. Five bonus points if you can name all five. So, Boomtown. Oh, Boomtown. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't remember the other ones. Uh, I think they're they're e, they're e e y guys though. Like Shorzy, Jonesy. Yeah. Boomtown's the only one who's not one of those, I think. Which one is Boomtown? He's the last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could tell you what they're... Oh, I could tell you what they say. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, the reason that we thought you guys would know this one is because they say their name before they yeah. each yeah. talk. So it's. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They like pass it thing. like boomtown. Yep. Right. Yeah. It just yeah. <sighs> it just hasn't stuck with me what what the what the progression is. So we're just gonna say boomtown, right? Can you come up you with any get, of the other one? You did get boom. I'll, it will give you boomtown. All right, we're just gonna so say boomtown. And, and you're right with the. They're almost all of them end with the the e y pattern. You know, the e the yeah the i e or y at the end. Yeah. It's Bart's, Yorkie, Schultz, Schultz, Fisky, and Boomtown. All right, so two points. Yeah, you got two points there. Hey. I'll take two. I'll take two. All right. Now the next one I think is one of the hardest questions we have, okay. or one of the close ones. But anyway, yeah, this one, fun. this is all Emily, and this one may be left for like about an hour afterwards. So this one's still I funny to me. One. Go for it, Emily. All right. When Wayne tries to find Stormy a stud, Gail comes around with a candidate. Name either that dog or his brother, who are named for two famous hockey players who are surprisingly not brothers. I don't remember them being named for hockey players. They're not very well known hockey yeah. players. Gonna, yes. Yeah. They are hockey players. Don't remember. The, the ordinariness or the plain Jane-ness of these names is what really makes it humorous, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have to fold on this one. You can't come up with it, right? No, I don't remember. I, I can. I do remember <laughs> Gail trying to intimidate him into putting the dog's breed. <laughs> They're very over-sexualized attempts at Wayne. Right. But yeah. Well, the first dog she brings around is Ken Baumgartner, and the other dog is Nolan Baumgartner. <laughs> Dogs with, dogs with human names make me uncomfortable. Hey, my dog's name is Dennis. Back off. Uh, Dennis the dog? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ken Baumgartner is the only player in the history of the NHL to play a whole 82-game season and record only one point. Mm. Uh, uh, he retired in 2000, and then Nolan Baumgartner spent most of his career in the AHL, but now he is the coach of the Canucks. Cool. He's the assistant coach. So. Nice. Yeah. All right, so we escaped that round with uh, 42 points. Not too bad. So compare yourselves to us and uh, and start and triumph and triumph. Yeah, <laughs> I think you guys will get better in the swing round. This is a good swing round. All right, all right, boys. So I'm going to take over the swing round, then do round two, and then Emily will come back for the finale. All right, sounds so good. the swing round is a little bit uh, is I think is going to be right up your guys' alley. So all I'm going to do is give you. A letter Kenny slang term, mm-hmm. and you just have to give me a rough definition of what that slang term means. All right, oh, that's good. good. Okay, so we'll just go one by one because I'm pretty sure we don't need to go through all ten and then have you come back unless you want to. I think the second option takes too much time. Okay, yeah, we'll just, we we'll just rip through them. Yeah, okay. we could do that. So, swing around question number one. The term is pitter patter. Oh, let's get at her. Let's get at her. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Hurry get up. to the point yeah. or stop wasting time. All right, number two, Attili, Scrape, or Donnybrook? Oh, that's, that's getting a in a fight. good old fight. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Tilly is a one-on-one. A Scrap is a couple of guys. A Donnybrook is just an all-in brawl. All right, a Puck Bunny. That's uh, somebody who digs hockey players because they're hockey players. A gal who's really into hockey players, yep. Number four, Ten Ply. Oh, that's somebody who's super soft. <laughs> One hundred percent true. <laughs> yep. All right. Here's a little bit of a tougher one. Dangles. That's um, a a deke move in hockey. I I would think. Nope. No. 
No? You got a guess? Um, another guess? I don't remember that one. So dangles specifically refers to a player who has good uh, stick, stick handling handle. or puck handling yeah. skills with the stick. All right. So um, the dirty boys will often... Dirty fucking dangles, boys. Yeah, dirty fucking dangles, boys. <laughs> I say that so much that my buddies just absolutely hate it. <clears throat> okay. Next one, number six. Schneef. Oh, you got to be careful with that there, Schneef. That's uh, cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> yep, cocaine or any drug that's snorted. I mean, yep. you could schneef a bunch of stuff, Kevin. Yeah. Exactly. And off a yeah. bunch of stuff. True. Mm-hmm. And in a bunch of locations. <laughs> uh, next one, number seven, is a sniper, slam, or rocket. Oh, that's a beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. It's a hot gal or a group of hot gals, yep. Snipe. All right. <laughs> big city snipes. Sniper, big city snipes. Um, number eight is a boat or a ship. That's uh, oh, that's uh, winning the title, yep. championship. The mm-hmm. Championship. You got to win the ship, boys. All right. Number nine, a dart. Oh, you got a, a cigarette. cigarette. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Time for a darty party, boys. All right. And then last but not least, Texas size ten four. Oh, can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> I think they think they nailed that one. Don't you think so, Emily? I think they pretty much got through all those. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're taking. Oh, except for except for the dangles one, I guess. But okay. Yeah. We're cut. We're kind of had it, but we'll, we'll we'll accept the uh, forty-five points out of that. That's dirty fucking dangles, go. boys. Yeah, so I know. That brings our score so. to uh, to eighty-seven. I'm Jane Perlez longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. So we'll snipe Sally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so round two. Here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's all about the flow in the snow, boys. And season three, Jonesy and Riley are celebrating, are celebrated by their hockey coach for their selfish play on the ice. Just before that, coach rants at the rest of the team for their soft attitude via an extended metaphor about what delicious snack. Oh. Uh. Do you remember? Talk me through this one. Remind me. Remind me. Set a scene. Paint him a word picture. I remember. Me? Uh, Oreos? You want me to paint the picture? Ken needs Oreos? Picture. Maybe. Because he's talking about the, the packaging or something or the double stuff. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I think it's Oreos. It could be Oreos. I think it's Oreos. We can go Oreos. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, because he's talking about all the weird flavors of Oreos, right? <sighs> This isn't ringing a bell for me. I think I it's Oreos. Why. Let's go with Oreos. 
Okay, so you're right. However, it is specifically seasonal or limited edition Oreos. So the coach goes through. We're taking that point. Yeah, that's fine. Bart's, Fisky, short, you know, all, not our stories, but, uh, you know, all the guys down to Boontown and then they go through. So just the ones that were mentioned were the Halloween, mm-hmm. the Reese's Peanut Cup, uh, <laughs> the Orange Sherbet Ice Cream flavor, the Birthday Cake Fudge flavor, the Heads or Tails. Mega stuffed. That's a seasonal offer. <laughs> or, the, or the NASCAR Daytona. That is limited edition. My favorite rant of all time. Watch that YouTube video. It is hilarious. My favorite rant of all time is when the coach is talking about his dead wife. <laughs> Barb. On Christmas. Barb. Christmas lovers. Let's oh, not yes. get into that any further. It's no, so it stops there. It's like a cinnamon twist. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Next question. So question number two, someone needs uh, a cannon of electric lettuce. The local Letterkenny drug dealers, cookers, and self-proclaimed leaders of the – and leader of the skid, Stuart. Go ahead, Emily. Stuart. DJs a rave in season one. He has four DJ aliases. Name one of them. This is one I couldn't get. Uh, but... This is hard. S- sneaky stew. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I don't think it's right. No, but I, I can't. That'll be number five. I don't remember any of them, so I don't either. Sneaky stew. Okay, so it goes from funny to progressively bad. So here we go. Uh, DJ Pippi Longstockings. Mm-hmm. DJ Peter Bumpkin. DJ <laughs> Power Nap. And power DJ nap. White Power Bottom. Yeah, White Power Nap and White Power Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, question number three. Uh, question number three is uh, titled No Room for Pheasants or Schmelz. In season two, Riley and Jonesy have an away game uh, but didn't check the, the shetty. Uh, they find out that it's up on the res. When they uh, get freaked out about it, what do their teammates and others accuse them of coming down with? Oh, the um, the something flu. The uh, what's yeah, the team? Were they like? Uh, it's the team name. I think so. Yeah, no, because it's like they're making fun of them for being basically cowards. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It's up on the res. Yeah. Oh, um, well, if it's up on the reservation, what's the? I don't remember what the team is. Well, they're the Letterkenny Irish. Isn't the yeah. team name like heinously named for Native Americans? I don't like the think Indi- so. The Indian flu or something like that? Is it? Well, we can say that. Yeah. It might be a little well, on the nose. They don't call them Indians in Canada. They call them... Oh, Native flu. The Native flu. The Native flu. Yeah. All right. We'll take... You got uh, there. We'll take 10. There you go. Sure. All right. Also, my, my second favorites. favorite video in all of Letterkenny land is question number four the dicks in season six the dicks are looking for their girls on their gap year and their parents <laughs> noah and anita dick are looking for them what famous actress known for her time in the walking dead plays anita dick crap she was on the walking dead i don't know where why can't i place it though this was mentioned the other day to me i think was it yeah i'm trying to remember which which character she is in The Walking Dead? 
Maybe is it a later one Probably after even, I gave up on the show? I might even be able to tell you the character name, and I'll bet you. No, she's an original character, original Ooh. cast. Oh. Can okay. I give you a hint? Sure. On The Walking Dead, she gives death uh, in childbirth. I don't know. I still don't know the actress. So. Yeah, I can't. I can't place it. All right, we I gotta. Be able we to, gotta. But... We gotta fold. It's fucking yeah, embarrassing, it's, uh, but we got. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it's uh, Sarah Wayne. How do you say this last name, Emily? Is it uh, Callies? I believe it's Callies. Sarah Callies? Wayne Callies. Yeah. Holy crap! It is her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scene where the dicks um, are talking to the hicks, where they come up, and it is it is the funniest thing mm-hmm. ever in the world. I if can't. We could find I can't believe I didn't place her. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. But We're that's totally her. When yeah, our daughters, when my my wife when that season first came out, she got all excited because she was going to be on there. I watched the entire season and I had no clue, so I had mm-hmm. to go back and rewatch it. So, all right, question number five: Great fishing in Quebec. In season three, the Hicks go fishing in Quebec and run into some French-speaking Hicks who take offense to Derry, uh, saying, "What beloved Canadian celebrity's name in a hostile tone?" Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know that I said that at the beginning? And I realize now that wasn't part of the question. Right. Again, danger of talking we'll just about say the show. You jogged their time. memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, what other beloved Canadians are there? Well, that's <laughs> also the episode Celine with Dion. Yeah. There's uh, Brian, ladies. Uh, They've won two uh, Junos, by the way. Two Junos. <laughs> Don't forget Tegan and Sarah, though they've been ripped <laughs> off at the Juno. Yeah. That's Tia the episode Brian. with all anus Morissette. All anus. There you go. Quite possibly the the most juvenile joke ever. All yeah. anus, Morissette. All anus, Morissette. No, guys, you don't know that one. You remember that? No. No. Okay. Oh all right. We don't remember a lot. Dairy is the name of the strippers. You know all the oh, different. Oh yeah, that's strippers. right. Yeah. So <laughs> all anus. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> Let's go. Number six. Uh, time for a darty party. The Hicks always seem to have a tough time with DJs from upcountry. They mess up the ice shack, the community celebrations, and even Modines. In season three, Gail calls in her cousin to provide security so the crew can do some super hard drinking. What's the cousin's name? Mm, they love the cousin. He does the best impressions. Yeah. He does, he does the best impression. They keep going, oh, we love so-and-so. Can't remember. Somebody hates him, though. Mm-mm. No, not Baumgartner. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember if I can even picture who played him. Okay, I keep trying to. I keep trying to name other characters in the show. Cousin. Mm, no, it's not coming to me. I'm bad with names, yeah. so it's not coming to me. So the cousin's name is Bradley. 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 It's probably going to be a Y name. A lot of those in the show. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so confused. They're all the same sounding name. All blending together. <laughs> all right. Question number seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pastor Glenn. <laughs> Pastor Glenn uh, has worked at many places in Letterkenny. Name three of them. Well, so he, he served ice cream at that place? Yeah, he did. He was a bartender. Yeah. Modine's. He worked for the church. Obviously, the church. I think that's three. That's That's three. three. He also plays a mean didge. (laughs) Plays a what? A mean didge. There you go. Yeah. You come here just for that didge playing, Wayne? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, the fourth place is the Four Dancers Resto Bar, which is mm. on the uh, the episode where Wayne goes on the three dates. He works at uh, uh, two of the places. That's so. right, yeah. Mm. All right, question number eight. It's go time. Letterkenny is no stranger to fighting. Wayne didn't fight when he was with Angie, but soon reclaims his title of the toughest guy in Letterkenny after they broke up. He and the crew take on the skids, the natives, the degens, basically anyone. But in season five, we find out um, the one place where you never fight. Where or what is that one place? Hmm. I remember this episode. Oh, 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 oh. It's like... Uh, Isn't that the wedding? Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yep, they were at the wedding in the big city. And you do That's not right. fight at the wedding in the big city. I sort of remember them, like, outside, like, you know, pickup trucks pulled up uh, mm-hmm. facing each other. And, like, they want to fight. But I think it's a know. different episode. They're in the they're in the uh, the the hall, the reception hall, yeah. and a bunch of city guys are making fun of them about being hicks. And then so then the girls invite them back to the hotel, and then the boys <laughs> fight them there. <laughs> That's take right. Their, take their time beating the <laughs> yeah. crap out of them back there. All right, question number nine: <clears throat> Big city slams, boys. In season three, Katie returns home from for sledding season with two shirtless goofballs. What? <laughs> Yeah. What profession did she move to the big city to pursue? And five bonus points if you can name both of the guys that she brings home with her. They're so fat, though. <laughs> They're pudgy. <laughs> They're pudgy. <laughs> Call me Pudge Rodriguez. Well, she goes to model, right? Because they're, they're male models. They're male models. But I can't remember if she went... If, not acting, right? No, I think she model. went to model. Okay. I know they're male models, so that would make sense. Um, I, I don't know their names at all. I, yeah, it's probably they're probably funny names. Probably they're they're <laughs> unfortunately they're like throwaway characters though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're just there for a punchline. So we're just gonna say modeling for the templates. Mm-hmm. Yep, modeling, and the two characters are Kingsley and Shep. <laughs> So uh, my favorite is uh, when they're outside the ice shack that they just pit, the, they're trying to get the degens to lure the degens in, and <laughs> they want to pretend like they're gay, but they're not gay, and we don't know if it's offensive to say that they're pretending that they're gay, but they're not gay. Uh, <laughs> that whole sequence is well. They're supposed yeah. to take pictures of the damage, but it's just them with selfies <laughs> of all of the with the ice shack. It's so good. Yep, true. Very funny. Okay, the last question of uh, round two before the finale here. So, category is, it's a great day for hay. Very simple question, guys. What color is Wayne's belt? Oh, (laughs) he doesn't wear one because when you have appropriately sized pants, you don't need a belt. Definitely not. (laughs) That is accurate. He does not wear a belt because he buys pants that fit. All right, so it looks right. like we're at 157 after that uh, that rousing game. So uh, it's time to uh, get the final round categories mm-hmm. and uh, wager our points against, I guess, the folks at home. All right, who have uh, braved this episode. Mm-hmm. So um, your categories for the final round. Um, only one of these has to do with the name of the category. It has to do with Letterkenny. So we'll see how you interpret these. Okay. Uh, category one, a doggo named Molson, question mark. 
Category two, it's Canadian, so it's spelled with an E. Category three, no sense in being a poopy pants. Can confirm. Can confirm. Category four, why is the rum gone? Category five, potpourri. So um, we'll let uh, we'll let uh, the folks at home place their bets. Please place your bets now. And uh, now we'll discuss. Um, what do you think? You just want to go uh, go twenties all the way down. Here? That's on. I was thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a sensible wager. So we'll just do twenties all the way down. Yeah. We don't want to go too hard, but we can't show that we're too soft either. That's right. No. We don't be super soft. Right. Super soft. Yeah. I might need a birthday party. All right, guys. Um, category one: a dog named Molson. Um, I, Matt, um, recently Me, bought sorry. tickets. I wrote this one. Yes, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt recently bought tickets to the Letterkenny live show this summer. Their promo code referenced the Hicks' favorite beer. What brand is it? Okay. Category two. It's Canadian, so it's spelled with an E. Before a good scrap or after some good toe curling, this brand of whiskey the crew often enjoys always goes down smooth. All right, category three. No sense in being a poopy pants. After each season is done, Letterkenny has a super special holiday-themed seventh episode. In season two, the special St. Patrick's Day episode, Daryl gets super drunk and drives the D-Gens out of Letterkenny. What nickname does this earn him? Uh, category four, why is the rum gone? In season two, um, in a season two episode, the gang realizes the worst has happened. They're out of beer and the beer store is closed. Name two of the three liquors that Daryl finds for the crew to drink in replacement. And category five, potpourri. Speaking of liquor, what does the crew call the cocktail improvised from whatever leftover liquor and mixers are available? Be careful, it makes you spit. All right, we'll consider these answers for a moment. Okay, our answers are in, so uh, let's get these questions one more time and we'll see how we did. All right, um, so Matt recently bought tickets to the Letterkenny um, live show. Uh, what beer does their promo code reference? It's got to be uh, Puppers. Well, I got to get yourself a Puppers. Get this guy a fucking Puppers. It is Puppers, of course. Great. Um, it's actually a lager now produced by Stack Brewing in Ontario. I've been trying to get my hands on some, but it's been out of stock for ever. So it's hard to get yourself a fucking Puppers. It's hard to get myself a fucking Puppers, yes. <laughs> All right. Category two. It's Canadian, so it's spelled without an E. Um, what is the name of the whiskey that the Hicks drink? Yeah, so this one's just escaping us. We we really don't even have a guess. We we can't remember at all. It is Gus and Brew. That's right. Brew yeah. spelled without Brew spelled B R U, and that hasn't been produced yet, but it's coming. Fingers crossed. All right, no sense being a poopy pants. Um, what nickname does Daryl get for driving the Dejuns out of up uh, the Dejuns out? Isn't it just legendary? It's legendary. Yeah. Nice. It's a good deep poll. Yeah, Jeff got that one at the last minute, so credit to Jeff. It was legend. Wait for it. Nope, that's the wrong show. Yeah, right. Hope you're not lactose intolerant. Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the rum gone, guys? Um, name two of the three liquors that Daryl finds to replace the beer that they are out of. Yeah, the only thing I remember about this is that they're like weird, like colorful or like sweet liquors and so we went with chartreuse and peppermint schnapps you were close with schnapps it's actually butter butter ripple schnapps mm. um and then creme de menthe and blue carousel yeah that sounds terrible yeah no <laughs> i'll always remember that because dan calls it blue caraco 
Which is probably what I would have said if I would have been reading the finale. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. And what is the improvised mix of liquors that makes you spit? I think this was a Christmas episode, but we just couldn't uh, come up with the, the answer here. So we just said uh, Santa special. It does make an appearance in the Christmas episode, um, but they do call it donkey juice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people people drink it before they do the three three wise men shot at midnight in the Christmas Christmas episode. All right. So mm-hmm. after the uh, final round, we lost twenty points, bringing our final score to one thirty seven. And uh, you know what? Today's cream of the crop are all the listeners who got through this special episode and enjoy Letter Kenny. So thank you guys for listening to this one. The cream of the crop! And uh, of course, thank you to Emily and Matt for this excellent game. Thank you for Yay. having us. Yeah, that was Good a lot times. of fun. Mm-hmm. I love this show. and I, We did what? better than we I thought. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to watch this show again now. I'm, go- I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I started again yesterday. <laughs> uh, that was probably a good idea. <laughs> Trying to cram for this. It did not get me very far. Yeah, no. I think a lot of the questions focused on the first and the last uh, last season, so mm. I think that's kind of made things a little bit. Three in there, yeah. Should should have yeah. done my studying. All right, well that'll uh, conclude today's episode. Thank you again to Matt and Emily for being the hosts today and being cruiserweight champions. We surely appreciate both, and uh, for Jeff, myself, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> Dairy, Katie, Wayne, Wayne, Shorzy. That was Stewart. Triviality. Stewart. <laughs> oh, this is your first STD. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you got the clap. I think something like that. Yeah. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.